Welcome to Viable, a podcast that follows a startup grow from zero to launch in just one week. Episode one. This week, introductions. I'm Robert Gelb. I like startups, and I like talking to the people who run them. They're unique. The passion, drive, confidence, the competence, and hunger needed to be a successful entrepreneur is fascinating. Even more so is the fact that you have no idea if that's even good enough until well after you've invested your emotional capital and hoping for them to succeed. Like blind faith in your favorite sports team, you feel a sense of vindication when an idea works. Unlike the feeling of watching your sports team lose, however, both success and failure in a startup can be filled with positive outcomes. Over the next few weeks, I'll be having conversations that were recorded mostly over the span of one week, that of July 6, 2015. I'll be speaking with the founder of a web development company and following his and his company's journey and changing the way they do business. Each episode will be released weekly. But before we begin, a few disclaimers and some ground rules. First, I haven't done this before. I'm not a seasoned veteran reporter or a podcast guru, so please forgive some early missteps as we go. Second, I know these people. The folks I'll be talking to are people I've worked with, people who I want to succeed. I think, like many entrepreneurs, I wouldn't say I actively don't want anyone to succeed. How's that for a double negative? But with these guys, I'm truly rooting for their eventual success. Consider my emotional capital well invested. That doesn't mean we're not going to have tough conversations, and it doesn't mean I won't ask probing questions and serve as a skeptical voice. I think these things are exactly what needs to happen for a successful startup to take form. A third disclaimer, I had to do this podcast overseas, so was not able to be in the room with them throughout their week. We tried to record the best we could, but as I said, this is the first time I've done this, so try to forgive any audio challenges. Now to some ground rules, or how this is all going to work. We'll be following the team throughout their five-day, week-long startup, and we'll have two episodes to bookend the week. The first, today's episode, will focus on setting the stage and introducing Ben, the founder. Then, I'll have a follow-up conversation with the team a few weeks after the end of the week to check in on how everything's going. In addition to following the activities of the week, we'll also have longer conversations exploring larger issues that many early startups face, that of transition, marketing, pricing, and getting to know their customers. Okay, on to the startup. Hello, Ben. Tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, well, I'm Benjamin Dell, and I am the founder and managing director at um, Raw Jam, a development studio. Ben's also the director of the company Minimum Ideas and the head honcho of this project. So, Ben, what's your story? What's my story? Um, so, my story, um, I've always felt that an employee life is not for me. Uh, I need to be running my own show, um, creating my own fate, and, and making my own decisions. And uh, I, suppose, I suppose wider afield than that, um, launching my own products and businesses has always been a, a passion and an interest of mine. So I started out from university studying computer science and um, I decided that, that I probably should get some work experience first of all so I spent a, a solid two years but that was more than enough so after that I um, broke off and, and launched my first startup at that point um, and of course a couple of failures since then. Nothing you know catastrophic, you know, I didn't lose money, didn't go into debt but um, they weren't successes. You started on your own after just two years. That sounds like a lot less time than people would expect. Well, I said two. I said two years in a slightly tongue-in-cheek fashion because I know it's an incredibly short amount of time in in, in sort of you know relative terms. Um, but I understood fairly intuitively and fairly quickly that although I was doing pretty well and I was I was jumping through the 
through the through the ranks and 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 my pay rises were going you know up through the roof and 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 were um greater than most of my peers um the ultimate personal challenges were 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 dwindling and ultimately had been exhausted and so it probably took me about a year maybe a year and a half to get to a point where I thought look you know I've 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 understood enough about the industry that I I, I inhibit um, at the time of course I was I was just a simple developer um coding websites and, and all, all sorts of other things um and yeah it just sort of dawned on me that that I'd, I'd spent a, I've spent enough time learning the, the the critical bits that I need to know um elongating that any further and I'm not really going to amass any more critical mass in terms of knowledge um yes sort of small bit parts here and there but ultimately it's going to take me another five years to, to get like sort of five minutes worth of valuable um uh, experience that that, that 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 I could you know far accelerate by going out and into the big world big world and do my own thing so I, I pretty much threw the towel in and launched the first startup made the mistakes and of course learned a heap load of experiences and lessons at the same time so Ben, could you talk to us a bit more about Raw Jam? Um, so, um, you know, I've 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 had Raw Jam as a as a primary going concern, um, which is a development agency um, based out uh, of of in Surrey, just outside of London, and we've been going for about eight years. And the aspiration has always been to be, start building our own products and, and re- release them to the marketplace, and that's what's pretty much brought us to today. So, just to keep the term straight. Rawjam has been Ben's primary company for nearly a decade. It's his development agency, and he's built it up from starting out by himself to now having five employees. You'll hear from them next time. Just a quick note for those of you who aren't familiar with the tech world. A development agency basically builds websites and web applications for other people, like a general contractor that you might use in your house. So we have Rawjam, Ben's development company, and the thing that pays the bills. With this podcast, though, we're going to be looking at what Ben's company is transforming into. In another episode, we'll dive deeper into that transition. But for now, all you need to know is that from Raw Jam, Ben is now building minimum ideas. In a short sense, minimum ideas for me, we can think of it as an ideas factory, um, uh, a startup shop, whatever, you, you know, all these sort of buzzwords, some of which I don't know if I've made up one of those or not, but probably have. Um, it, by its very definition... It is something that is intentionally going out there to create as many viable, taking the, the V from the, the MVP um, uh, 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 acronym, um, products that, that have a chance of being a success within the marketplace, but being very open to the fact that some will succeed and some will fail, and perhaps more will fail than succeed. But I'm, I'm just a firm believer that, that there, there is definitely going to be a problem to solve and that will trigger a, an idea for a product but the journey or the very journey by which we as a team will follow to build that product will invariably expose us to other problems that we will we will encounter that we will either pause on and try and solve for our own benefit initially others we will literally just put to the side and, and come back to later on but the, the point being that by simply launching something that we initially perceive to be a problem will expose us to many other things that, that are problems along the way. And if they become if they're problems for us, I'm a firm believer that, that, that there is therefore a, a, an element of a market out there. Of course, our challenge as a startup factory is to become incredibly proficient and, and intelligent with how we build, ideate in the first sense, and launch and then evaluate these, these ideas so that we can you know, effectively judge its demand, its need, how much it's actually solving or not solving a problem, as the case may be, 
um, and and of course getting good at knowing when to kill off a product. I mean, that's going to be as much a challenge, I think, in in the medium to longer term that we'll we'll have to face. And so, it's it's a little bit without boundaries, I suppose, at this stage. Um, its only real objective is to launch as many stuff as possible, <laughs> as frequently as possible, um, to give us as many touch points and, and experiences as a wider team with the entire process right up to the point where we experience whether it's a success or, or not. It needs to be, become part of our DNA, not just for me as the guy leading this, but for every person that, that, that works here, from PA to, to developer to everything in between. Uh, and, and that for me is not only forms kind of, I, I guess, my business strategy, but I think it's an, a really exciting type of approach to take as well because it involves us all. Um, we're never going to be sitting still. Um, some products may end up being spun off and, and taken some institutional investment through VCs or whatever else it might be. Many others might be bootstrapped. And so just by, 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 by intentionally not specifying a, a set, this is what we're doing and this is the only way we're going to do it, it can only be an exciting journey moving forward with full of learnings, full of experiences, um, and that's fun. Can't wait. Build, ideate, develop, and evaluate. The keys to any good business, to be sure. But what I want to know is how will Ben and his team at Minimum Ideas focus on what makes up an effective, viable product? So a, a, a good example of a product that, that, that Minimum Ideas is, is looking to build, I suppose there's two ways of answering that. One is the, the, the pure business sort of sort of answer, which is, you know, a good a good product is, is is one that succeeds, one that turns a profit as as in a short amount of time as possible, that proves that it's found its place within the market. So we're going back to that MVP um, sort of sort of sensibility. Um, the the other answer, I guess, the softer answer, the the sort of the personable answer, um, is that you know a product for me and for us as a team, you know, it, it's clearly going to follow a, a similar pattern in terms of the type of market and type of problem, and type of user base that it's generally going to be geared towards um, you know we're very interested in productivity we're very interested in business related um, issues so whether that's you know bare metric style um, analytics whether it's um, uh, project management and we've got updating out there there's already a product of ours um, and, and a whole bunch of other things in between marketing automation um, natural language processing that will, will help us do all sorts of other bits and bobs so um, there is that interest right here and now to solve some business problems and in a selfish sense, going back to, to, to a point I made earlier, um, we are already being exposed to issues and problems that we are facing building even just the brand minimum ideas, let alone some of the products and those are currently the ideas that we're, we're going to be adopting as products and so that's kind of where those are being born from. Um, the future may hold different avenues, we may get interested in, in different types of things, who's to say, but fundamentally a good product is defined, as far as we're concerned, by something that we can rapidly ideate around, plan around, build and launch, and therefore rapidly evaluate and decide whether or not it's something that requires that greater amount of our time. So, it, again, in many ways, that could be an incredibly small product, product and, and that's probably the stuff that I would favour initially. I've spent far too long in my, in my previous um, uh, sort of lives building things that are, by definition, humongous. Massive problems. That's not to say we're going to shy away from big problems, but certainly I'm aware of the pitfalls and keeping your head in the sand and not going out and out of the office and talking to customers and just building something that takes two years to build or even two months. For me at this stage, far too long. We want to be testing and measuring much, much quicker than that. Then shift towards smaller scale products gels pretty well with what's happening elsewhere in the industry. Apps that do one thing really well and aren't all things to all people products that solve specific pain points rather than trying to impose new paradigms. And these smaller, focused apps are appealing to larger, more established companies as well. 
the purchase of Instagram by Facebook, or Wonderless by Microsoft are two good recent examples. Both companies already had the functionality they were buying, but it still felt it was a worthwhile acquisition. But can Ben lead a successful transition from a development agency into an ideas factory? I'm definitely feeling that he talks a confident game, but I'll be keen to find out what their targets for success are, and we'll look to check in about how well they're hitting their goals. So before we get to the week itself, I wanted to ask about challenges. I'll be following the team's progress throughout their week. Aside from checking in with the team, I'll be exploring larger questions with Ben about his company and the transition. We'll take a closer look at the product and the market, have a vigorous debate about pricing, and explore the challenges of condensing all the elements of a new startup into just one week. Looking forward to next week, Ben, what are the main challenges that you're anticipating? Next week is going to have a bunch of challenges. There's no doubt about that. But um, in terms of individuals and as a team, overcoming challenges I, I i think it's it's in in truth it's no different you know this is why we're so primed and so ready for this because although it might seem from the outside an incredibly compacted week which it which it is to be fair um this is something we've been doing uh in, in varying degrees the last you know number of years through through what we do for our clients every day you know so we're always overcoming um technical challenges you know technology needs to be learned a new package doesn't exist for something so you know something else and something that seemed possible suddenly now isn't possible so we're, we're constantly evaluating and re-evaluating and pivoting on mini little features and as, as well as bigger features for, for, for our clients on a daily basis. So um, I, I, I'm actually don't have any fears at all about um, us not producing something at the end of this. Now, there may well be one or two things that, that become impractical or from a product aesthetic or from a product offering or from a pricing or whatever standpoint from a you know from a non-technical sort of limitational standpoint we may decide just doesn't make sense anymore so i mean i'm expecting those decisions to probably be more frequent than just we can't solve this problem because we're pretty good at solving problems that's you know we're a bunch of developers that's that's what we do um i think it'll be more sort of us questioning is that right for the product as a as a product rather than as a technical um sort of sort of offering i suppose um but the week itself is going to be quite quite fun so so by containing it to one week um, it gives me the opportunity to sort of say, hey, this is an intentional different week from normal. Let's let's make it feel like that. So let's, you know, let's um, reward us for staying late, which I might have to get my guys doing from day to day um, with some pizza, with some, you know, music blaring out, which we do anyway. But, you know, let's just, you know, not take it up a notch. Let's have some movies in the background. Um, we've got a ping pong table. So let's let's get that out a little bit more frequently. Again, that comes back to that down to that camaraderie sort of side of it and morale. It's really, really important, but it's got to feel it's really emotionally, on a, on, a, on a very emotional level, it's got to feel like a different week, even if we do end up working additional hours. Um, I'm also part of a, um, a wine tasting group, and, and um, uh, yes, I'm a bit of a snob, I suppose. Um, and I've actually got the guys to come and do a wine tasting midweek. So next week on Wednesday, um, we're going to kind of stop for the evening, and we're going to have about 20 people in the office, and we're going to be drinking a shitload of wine, and we're eating lots of cheese, and they're... I'll be, I'll be sending everyone home in taxis, let's just put it that way. Um, but it'll be fun. So I guess there is probably the biggest challenge for next week is to make sure that we can actually function on the Thursday. Um, assuming we get past that, I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful that we can launch something um, meaningful come the Friday. So there you have it. Stay tuned to see how the week progresses and to learn more about the ups, downs, decisions, and challenges involved in launching a startup, but condensed into just one week. Next time, I'll take a closer look at the idea of Missing Letter, the product that teamed will be launching at the end of their week. If you'd like to get in touch, provide some feedback, tell us how we could improve the podcast, send an email to hello at viablepodcast.com or find me on Twitter at thisisgelb. 
For more information about the podcast and about the subject company, Minimum Ideas, head over to viablepodcast.com. Our theme was written by Chris Gordon, and special thanks to Ben, Vitor, Amy, Iago, and Gnarly, all with Minimum Ideas for their help. This has been episode one of Viable, From Concept to Proof. I'm Robert Gelb. Thanks for listening.